Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun joining you Monday morning. It is November 14th, halfway through November. And uh, good Monday morning to you all. It's 9 a.m. here on the West Coast, or wherever you happen to be joining me on the planet, I welcome you. For those of you downloading the program later on, welcome. However you're able to make it. It doesn't matter to me, and, and I know it certainly doesn't matter to you. The important thing is that you're able to plug in each week and build to Get something for yourself to be able to hear something that's going to help you to live your life in a bigger place, live your life larger, uh, live your life in a way that you were intended to, knowing that you got just this one shot on the planet this time around. So if you've been with me for the past several weeks, you know that what we've been building up to is launching the new year, 2012. And i got to tell you, I... I have all kinds of levels of excitement, and, and within there, within the excitement are um, you know, different types of excitement. There's 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 joy, there's a bit of anxiety, there's some angst at times, um, there's even a little bit of pissed off and anger sometimes, um, some fear in there, because there's so much that I'm doing moving forward with, taking chances on, taking risks with, um, setting some pretty monstrous, nutty goals out there, all this stuff that honestly makes life really exciting. So my hope is that some of this stuff transfers to you. And I, I've said this so many times, and I don't say it from an arrogant place. I say it from a very determined and very committed place on my own life, and that is to invite you to ride my coattails. If there's any part of what you're hearing from me that you want more of in your life, that you want to be more daring, more risk-taking, more goal-oriented, more purpose and and passion and and, um, uh, purpose, passion, what was was I looking for? Somewhere in there, focused in your life, then I invite you to come along for the ride. I know that for all of us, and, and, and I'm in this boat too, that there's that there's there's places in my life where I'm not living all on. And, you know, you might say, well, how dare you sit here and talk to us every Monday? Well, I'm aware of that, and what I, what I seek to do is when I become aware of that, then I really seek to attack that, to address it, to, to live that part of my life in a way that is so damn important to me. And, and 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 you and I both know there's some areas that are a little more difficult than other areas. Um, you know, I, I have this great friend Randy who talks about money, and uh, for him, his and his his one comment is, "I've never understood why money is such a difficult thing for some people. It's always been very very easy for me to be able to draw toward me and make, and that's his reality." Now, so that may be an area for him that he's really got figured out, has this relationship with money, he's able to draw it in, has never struggled to make it, it's just it's just there. Does not mean that there are not other areas in his life where he also has some other challenges. They don't come quite so easily. So we've all got our areas. 
there are all areas that, that are a little easier for us, some that we have to work harder at. So if you've also been following me, not only do you know that we're working toward launching ourselves into this new year, not where we suddenly wake up on New Year's Day and go, here's what my new resolution is, only to feel that evaporate or dissipate or completely disappear by January 31st or maybe the end of February. Uh, March 31st, forget about it. We're already going, there's years of failure, now I'm struggling, now I'm back in the old thing, I don't know why it didn't work, you know, all of that. And we're just right back in where we were before, only we're back where we were before, only now with a greater sense of failure because once again, we have failed to move forward in a way that we were so damn committed to. Well, you joining me is helping you to eliminate that for yourself, where what you get to do is begin to prepare yourself now. And if you've been paying attention in the last, you know, several weeks, I've been talking about getting your language right, getting your head right, getting your, identifying the obstacles, identifying the areas where you're afraid and learning how to, how to put those into the proper perspective. If you have not been listening to the programs that began some weeks ago, I invite you, please, go back, listen to them. At the very most, they're 20, maybe 25 minutes. I really try to keep it around 15, but I know I run over. But, but please go back. Please go back and listen to those. I want you to have successes this next year that are just going to blow your mind and blow your spirit and actually be finally fully in alignment with who you are and what you're capable of. And I want to help you get there. So please go back and listen to those programs and, and continue to tune in. Please continue to tune in. So these past few weeks I've been talking about relationships, and you may be tired of hearing about relationships, and I believe they are so important to our forward movement, we're going to talk one more week on them. But I've been doing it in degrees. I've been doing degrees, and today we're going to talk about the most significant relationships in our life. I know for me, as I, as I look back in my life, the, the, the most profound relationships, the most significant relationships are the ones that had the greatest impact on my forward movement or lack of forward movement, which for me, like many of you, began with my parents, began with my parents and my brothers and my sister. And what I know is, like it or not, they were my greatest influences. Even though I had some friends and there were teachers and there was the culture outside of me, they were the one closest to me. And they had huge, huge impact on the direction of my life, positive or negative, moving forward or moving backward, does not matter. They had the greatest influence. Now, when we are in our family of origin, we're back there, we, we don't have a lot of say, and one of the things we don't definitely have, and I know I certainly didn't have, was awareness. Now, I've met some people today in my, in my years where they had what, what is called um, a resiliency, um, but I, that all of us, I think, have to a degree. Um, but I know that I didn't, obviously didn't have great resi resiliency. I was impacted severely, if you will, by the dynamics of who my mom was and who my dad was and, and how I was brought up and, and, and all that. And I say severely because it was very, very negative. There wasn't a lot of positive. Now I can go back and I can draw on some little lessons I've learned here and there, and I've learned how to do that. And the reality is there was a lot of there was a lot of very difficult things, a lot of violence, a lot of uh, anger, um, a lot of uh, suppression of the spirit. There was a lot of that. 
there are some people that are that are that were the resilient, the resilient child. And there was a, there was a book written some years ago on that. The child that somehow is able to, in the in the storm, somehow maintain their autonomy, somehow maintain that uh, spirited part of themselves. That once they were able to finally remove themselves from the situation, they they didn't have to go back and, if you will, do a lot of healing or reconstructing of their life or their psyche where they were somehow able to come out, I'm not saying completely unscathed, but a sense of themselves that was so determined to not let that world take them down. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. So so you may have been one of those persons. So for all of us, we're impacted by that. And the reality is it sets the tone for the for the for really the rest of our life. Now, it doesn't have to be the answer for the rest of our life. In fact, it's important that it is not. It is, and what I will say today is that that life that I lived as a as a boy and ultimately a teenager and a young man in that environment has helped shape who it is that I am today. And so as I look back, I don't look back with pain or regret or any type of, um, uh, you know, post-trauma. I look back with, and not that I'm saying it was joy, but I'm able to look back right now and go, you know, this is what I was able to learn about myself and how it's gifted me and who it is I've become today. And by the way, it makes me incredibly empathetic when I hear a very similar story. I can It helps me to be able to understand. And because I have also learned how to frame it in a way that no longer, I would say, it no longer takes me out of my life the way that it certainly did, I'm not going to say it doesn't impact me. But what I've learned to do is recognize the impact and counter it. And we can talk more about that. So, so that's what we've all we've all got that card that we were dealt one way or another. And you know, and your story may be different. Your story may have been that you didn't grow up with a family. That maybe you grew up uh, with an adopted family. Maybe you grew up with an extended family. Um, you know, I've certainly met many people that somewhere along the way they their grandparents were raising them or other family members. Or you know, it, it, your situation can be different. The reality is. Whoever those people were early on in your life, they were your greatest influence. They were the ones that influenced you the most. So as we move on in life and we, we begin to attract in our lives the people that are going to have the greatest impact on our lives. Now, my parents are both still on the planet, and they are definitely people that, uh, that are close to me and that we have relationship. And what has happened, and this is going to be the crux of what we're going to be talking about today, today is that I have dictated the impact that they're going to have on my life today. And as a for instance, if my dad or if my mom or if an aunt or uncle, whoever it was that was close to me when I was a young boy, if today their connection with me or the relationship with me is one that brings in negativity or is counter to where it is that I'm wanting to go, what I'm able to do today is make a decision on the impact that they're going to have on me. And we're going to, we're going to use a word name called boundaries today. And I didn't, I didn't want that to sound like I'm talking to the first graders. <laughs> we're going to talk about boundaries. We're going to talk about how we're able to, if we give ourselves the power to and the right to, be able to set and decide what those boundaries with those relationships are going to be. I'll talk more about that. So the reality today is you and I are sitting where we're sitting right now. I'm at my computer. I'm in my home office. I'm um, on my phone right here talking to you. 
you are you are wherever you are. You may be listening in your car. I know nowadays uh, with technology, uh, you and I are able to to be in all places on the planet. Um, one of my uh, my uh, uh, fellow people out there, I know that he said he's going to be in Jamaica this week. So it's real possible he's listening from Jamaica. So wherever you happen to be, wherever you happen to be, the reality today is we have people in our life that are those incredibly significant people that have the greatest amount of influence on us and our direction, where we're going. Now, I've talked about relationships leading up to now where we had what we call the inconsequential relationships, my my coffee maker at the Starbucks, my um, hairstylist, though she and I have somewhat of an intimate relationship, you know, more so than the, the grocery person. But even there, if it turns out she suddenly has given me a bad cut or she's no longer fun to go to, I can find another hairstylist. Then we talked about those people that are in our lives that we have a choice on whether or not they're going to be in our life. Uh, we've got colleagues out there and, and possibly you know, the guys I may play softball with that I may choose or choose not to have in my life based on how it is that they, they are in my circle. I can choose to have them in circle or choose to have them not in my circle. But then comes the relationships that are, a, you know, a significant part of who we are. There's family. There's the family we were born into. So there are my parents. There's my aunt and uncles. I no longer have my grandparents on the planet. I've got cousins, and, and so these are the people that I can choose to decide how they are going to be in my life. Now, I'm of a belief that I don't eliminate anybody because they are, we're connected. What I can choose to do is decide how connected we are based on how it is that I feel about me being in relationship with them. Because ultimately, and I know I've said this before, but ultimately we are by ourselves. And being social beings, we are also going to be surrounded by people, and we need to decide how that impact on those people are, is going to be on us. So I, I've got my that family, and then I've got the family that I created, um, and and more than once. And some of you may be in this boat as well. I was married years and years ago, years ago. I feel like such an old man. Um, as a young man, I was married, and. Um, my first wife, Paula, she has since left the planet. And yet we still have a very strong, strong relationship. In fact, my current wife right now, whenever she's having a difficult time with me, when I'm being my difficult self, she has conversations with Paula all the time saying, what do I need to do with this guy, right? What do I need to do to, to snap him out of whatever he's doing? So, so she's still a very strong part of our life. Uh, and then there was my first son, my oldest son, and for many of you who know me and, and know my history, he also is no longer on the planet. He left when he was 19. So there are two very, very strong people in my life. And then I was married a second time. And this second marriage would have been um, what I would, I'm not sure what to even classify it as. It was one where I was, um, where I was still fairly numb in life and I, was, and I was trying to do the right thing by my oldest son. And, and so, so I, I did get married and we had a son together. That's my youngest guy, Bailey. He's 12 right now. And so I have a relationship with, with that person, uh, Bailey's mom, and, of course, with my son, Bailey, and then my current wife. So that's three times, right? So now my current wife, Lynn, and I have been married for a few years now. We'll be celebrating our third anniversary uh, come December 22nd, and, uh, and we've been together for uh, almost eight years now. So these are, these are very, very significant people in my life. And then not just those people, uh, 
my wife and I, Linda, of course, being married, there is the relationship I have with her mother and with her sister and her brother and their extended family, the whole bit. So these are all people that are in my life right now that have great, great impact, influence on my life. They are all a part of my life, and they are not like a business colleague or like a fellow softball player or like a business associate that I happen to have met at a network function or even a client because they are all people that are in my life and they're going to be in my life. This is the relationships that I chose and they are all a part of my life. So I can't just, like with a client, I could have a real pain in the ass client that is just not worth my time and not that they're not worthy, is that they're just not doing the work. They're 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 creating more work for me, and yet they're not serious enough about their own growth and their own forward movement. I may decide, you know what, it's actually best that you and I not work together, and I can do that. But what I'm not – so those, those relationships that I can do that, but what I'm not able to do that is I can't go to my mother-in-law and go, you know what, I don't feel good when I'm around you, so I'm going to choose to not have you in my life. See, I, I can't do that now because there's a connection that I have with her, like it or not, with my wife and through my wife. And my wife has a very close relationship with her mom. Now, by the way, for the record, I have a wonderful relationship with my mother-in-law. She's a very neat lady. She's a, a Puerto Rican-born, and she's full of fire and spice. And uh, and she's and to me, she's just humorous. She is she is just she is a very very neat lady. And so um, and and she respects me, and I respect her, and we have this wonderful, beautiful relationship. It's just there, but it wasn't always there. We've had to work at that. And so along the way, there have been times when. Um, you know, there was judgment going back and forth and not understanding. And um, and I have to tell you, uh, people not in my world uh, have a difficult time understanding, you know, what I do for my work. Um, because people that are used to the traditional, um, you, know, uh, you know, the person that goes to work, they work Monday through Friday or it's 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. or whatever that is. And my world just isn't that. There are times when I've uh, you know, gone on a plane and been gone for a week or two or gone Monday through Friday or, you know, um, I'm in my home office for a week and then I'm traveling for a week. It, it, it varies. So for those outside of me uh, with Linda's family, have a difficult time understanding, you know, what does this Rob guy do? In fact, her father was almost certain somewhere along the way I was doing something illegal that he goes, you know, the guy seems to be making money, but I don't see him going to an office, and I can't quite figure this one out. And and it was kind of a running joke there. But the point is, in in uh, those relationships, I couldn't just eliminate those relationships. But here's the here's the thing, and this is going to be the crux of what we're talking about today. All those relationships, it's important that if they are not feeding me, if they um, are working against me. Now, that doesn't mean that I need to have everybody in agreement with me. I'm not talking about that. It's okay that they don't understand me. That's, that's totally, totally okay. What is not okay is that if they are taking shots or working against me. And that's where I need to learn to no longer accept that. That's where I need to learn to build set boundaries. So if my own parents or my own in-laws or my own business partner, right, whatever we're talking about, any of these, these are all our closest relationships, of course, my wife. If any of them is in any way 
taking away from, being negative toward my forward movement, judgmental, unaccepting, whatever that is. I have a responsibility to me to set boundaries. And that doesn't mean to eliminate them, but it does mean to, to set a boundary and say, you know what, I'm not able to be with you or do this with you because when we do this, I get negativity from you, and, and that's something that I don't want. I don't want anybody working against. So I've given examples of my own father who at times didn't understand my own work and would have judgments about what it is that I was or was not doing. And there are times when we simply, and I had to set a boundary with him and say, Dad, can we please not talk about my work? We can talk about other things. We can talk about NASCAR and football and basketball and the weather, and the things that are okay for us to talk about. Um, you probably know people out there that's not a good idea if you talk politics and religion with, right? Because it ends up being negative and there's judgment that gets laid on there. So we set boundaries about what the conversations are going to be. And if a person cannot, so in other, in other words, if my father, my dad could not honor that boundary, I might not even, I might need to even tighten up those boundaries. So the idea is it's so important that all of our relationships, which is what we've been talking about for weeks, that we be in good relationship. And the ones that have the greatest impact on us, we have got to learn how to set boundaries with those. Now, some of you I'm speaking with right now, you have close people to you in your life that are causing you pain, that are bringing you down because of the disconnection, because of the negativity, because of the judgment, because of something around there. And some of you out there feel like you have to take this stuff, uh, whether it be from parents or siblings or spouses. It's important that for all of these that we be able to and have the right to say it ain't okay. Was that proper English? It is not okay with me that you are negative, that put me down, judge me, whatever that is. And let's also be clear that we're, be careful that we're not projecting, right? That they're clearly not supporting. And we have responsibility to ourselves and our own successes. I know that I have allowed in the past to be with family members, and that included my spouse at the time, to be completely negative, and I remember just feeling the spirit sucked out of me every day. And by the way, heavier issue, and I'm going to spend a couple minutes on this, and that is we also need to learn how to set boundaries with our children. Um, that means being really clear about the, those communications, what's okay, what's not okay. Uh, one example, a woman shared with me how, um, you know, she would come home and she would cook meals for her family, and this is a single mom, real estate agent, she's out there just busting her butt, making things happen, and her kids would complain about the dinner she was making. And then she would go into, okay, what would you like instead? So she's putting out all this effort, as opposed to gathering the troops and going, gang, listen up. I'm working my butt off out there, and I appreciate that each of you have some of your favorite meals, and what I agree to do is incorporate some of that. And when I make dinner, that's what's on the table, and that's what's for dinner tonight. And I will do my best to make sure to alleviate your uh, – my son and I have what's called the absolute not list, my son absolutely will not eat refried beans out of a can. I wouldn't either, but that's on his list. And will not eat Brussels sprouts. 
So guess what never shows up on his plate? Bean, refried beans out of a can and Brussels sprouts. Everything else is fair game. And there may be some things that are maybe not his favorite. And, of course, I always try to make sure he's got good stuff in there or trying new things. But it's never rejecting the meal because this is what's for dinner. So we can learn how to do that with our kids and, and the biggest, and this can be the most difficult one sometimes, and that is with our spouses. And, folks, I hear a lot of people out there, men and women, who have got spouses that are not the most supportive people on the planet. Well, I could just do an entire other show on this one, but here's what I'll say about this. If you're not getting from your spouse, from that significant other, that other person in your life, and this could be, you know, a fiancé, boyfriend, girlfriend, committed partner, whatever it looks like, it's important that that person be in your camp. Because whatever it is that you're trying to do to succeed out there, whatever it is, whether you're trying to succeed in your own personal fitness, your business, your relationships, your forward movement on the planet, whatever you're trying to do, whatever endeavor you're a part of, you and I need the, the support of that person closest to us, which is that significant other, however you define that and whoever that person is. If you're not getting from that person that kind of support you need, this is something that you must, must, must communicate with them and have a conversation. And by the way, the conversation does not start something like you never or you don't ever or you anything, right? Because you and I both know that the moment I hear you, I become defensive. It needs to start off with something like I love you, I am glad that you are in my life, you are incredibly important to me, and there's some things that I need from you, and there's some things that I'm struggling with, and there's things that I'm, I, I need to be able to understand better or be able to, uh, you know, receive from you or hear from you, whatever that is, whatever it is. Now, those could be difficult conversations, and they need to happen because the consequence of them not happening is you still not getting what you need and that kind of support moving forward and having all this negativity around you. And, and I'm telling you, the reality is it won't change. It will continue to get worse. Um, you'll continue to feel defeated, not supported by that number one person in your life, and it's going to keep getting worse. Now, I, I know I'm saying this in a matter of a couple of minutes, but here's the other reality. If that, if that person, and it could be that you're also not reciprocating, it could be there's some things that that person's not getting from you. These are important conversations to have, and typically there is. There's a, there's, there's a give and take right there. There's not reciprocity going on. So this is all important stuff to be able to do. But let me give you a bottom line here. Bottom line is if that person is unable to give you and be the kind of support that you need on the planet for you to be able to do whatever it is that you are meant to be here to do, then maybe they're not the person for you to be with. I know that's a bold, bold statement, and that is not me saying go dump him. That's not me saying go dump her. That's not me saying get the hell out. I am not saying that. What I am saying is once you've had these conversations, once you've expressed the need that you, you have of this person, the reality is if you're not going to get what it is you need in that relationship, and I'm talking about a fair exchange of give and take, loving one another, if you're not going to get that, then that may be someone that you need to not be with. I know my wife today, Linda, she is my number one fan. I adore her and she adores me. And 
if I did not have her support, if she did not have my back, if she did not believe in me, if she was um, either negative toward what I was doing or um, simply um, indifferent, it, it would be enough to be able to not allow me to be able to move forward and succeed, and I would have to give strong, strong consideration to whether or not we need to be together. And ultimately, ultimately, if she can't be the kind of partner that I really need to be able to make the impact on the planet that I'm supposed to be here to make, then she's not the right person for me. As difficult as that would be, she would not be the person for me because ultimately I'm the one that decides what it was that I got that was worthwhile, um, did I live my life the way I was supposed to live my life, and if it meant that what I needed to do was leave something comfortable and known so that I could go out there and, and do what it was I was supposed to do, then that's what I need to do. So I'm coming to the end of the program right here. I know it's a heavy one to lay on you. So this week, look at your relationships. Look at those significant ones closest to you. Where do you need to have confidence? Where do you need to take a look at where you've been holding on to something that was maybe not to have been for some time or there needs to be a conversation or you need to set some boundaries, whatever that is. I know I kind of ended quick right here, but this is all so, so important as we're moving forward. I'll make sure next week I touch on this briefly again as we move into the next area, which is really taking a look now at our purpose on the planet, why we're doing what we're doing. So with that, have a fantastic week. Look at your relationships, the ones closest to you. Are you getting what you need? Are you getting the support? Are they serving you? And I don't mean in a submissive way. Are they nurturing you? Are they helping to support you? Or do you need to set some boundaries or maybe make some changes? Got to happen because if those continue to take away, they always will. And so with that, have a fantastic week. Live your life large. This is Rob Braun. Please let me know how I can support you out there. Have a great, great week. Bye-bye now.